What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Red Zone Radio. I'm Robert Wampler. It is great to be here. Great to have you. Justin Meyer, listen to Red Zone Radio, the Radio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere that you get your podcast. All right, we got a lot of stuff to get to today. Dame Lillard frustrated in Portland. Hawks tie series 2-2 with no Trey Young, Giannis's injury. Plus, we got to talk about the Clippers and the Suns game six tonight. That is a critical, critical game. Uh, so I can't wait to talk about it. But let's start off with Dame. So I said a couple weeks ago, Dame's not going to leave Portland. Um, and it turns out he comes out. Well, he doesn't come out and say it, but reports are leaking. He's he's exploring his options a little bit, right? He's exploring his options, seeing what he could do. And I got to be honest with you, I still, to this day, do not think he's going to leave Portland. And I don't think that's, listen, I'm not a Portland fan, so I'm not just saying that as like, uh, oh, I, I, he's going to stay. Kind of like kind of like Cavs fans when LeBron was going to leave for L.A. I don't think it's that situation because I'm not a Portland fan. The reason why I say I don't think he's going to leave Portland is because as great as a player as Damon Lotus, there's not a team that's better than Portland that he would go to and be the guy on that team. There just is not. Now, am I saying that that's going to be the be-all, end-all with him? I don't know, but I do think it's a good chance. I do think there's a good chance that one of his things is, I want to be the guy on the team. I was there in Portland for years. I'm good enough to be the guy. And, and while he is good enough to be the guy, there's not a team that I don't think that's better than Portland today that, that's going to let him be the guy. So let's say Damon Lillard says, okay, I want to go to the East because it's an easier conference uh, and you can win with this player. So let's take a look at the playoff teams in the East. So you had this year, you had Atlanta. They're not going to move away from Trey Young, even though I think Dame's better than him. They're not going to move off him. He's the future. He's younger. Okay. So let's go to the Bucks. They got Giannis, whether it's right or wrong. Giannis is the guy on that team, two time MVP. I don't think they're just going to ha- let Dame come in and be the guy on that team. Although, by the way, I do think that would be a great pair because when you look at the Bucks, they're good defensively. Giannis is great, but they could really use someone, a guard like Dame Lillard. That team would be unstoppable with Dame Lillard. And I think that's a good matchup. Milwaukee, it's another small market. And I think that's kind of what frustrates Portland or Dame a little bit in Portland is that Portland's a small market. Milwaukee's a small market. But nonetheless, I do think that would work really good. But I do think Giannis would still be the guy on that team. I don't think it's right, but I just think he would be, given the fact that he, he's a two-time MVP, they love him in Milwaukee, uh, I just think he would be the guy on that team. So let's go to some of these other teams. Brooklyn, he certainly is not going to be the guy with Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving, although a trio where you replace Kyrie Irving with Damon Lillard would be unstoppable. And you do have the Knicks. But then that goes back to what I said. There's not a team that's better than Portland where he'd be the guy. Why he'd be the guy on the Knicks, they're not better than Portland is. They have an easier conference, but they're not better than Portland is. So then let's say he says, okay, well, let's see if I can just stay in the West. That I can talk Portland into trading me in the West. All the playoff teams that were better than Portland this year already have their guy. Why I think Portland, why I think Dame Lillard will look great with Denver because Jamal Murray's hurt a lot, I don't think uh, Portland's going to be willing to do that because they face Denver so often. Why I think they would work great with the Lakers. He's not going to be the guy over LeBron. 
why I think he would look great with the Suns. He's not going to be the guy on that team. They're not going to move off Devin Booker, Chris Paul. As, as why, why I think Dame's better than Chris Paul. Chris Paul has led that team to the NBA Finals or Western, Western Conference Finals. If they win tonight, they'll be in the Finals. So, I, I don't see him personally going somewhere that's better than Portland where he'll be the guy. Now, maybe that's not important to him, but in my imagination, it's, it's probably important to him. So what does he do? Well, I think this is more of him saying, I, I think in the back of his head he knows that, but I think this is more of him saying, look, Portland, just get me a guy. Maybe get me a big guy that doesn't foul out every game. Get me another guard so that if I struggle or if I rest for more than five minutes at a time, we can still be in the game. No, he's not saying it like that, but just my interpretation. And Portland hasn't done this eight years, and Dame need, I know he wants to win a championship. I talked about that. I talked about that a couple weeks ago when they got eliminated. I still don't think he's gonna leave Portland. Although I do think there are a couple places that would work, but I think he's just kind of desperate cry for help here. He's not trying to out the organization. He's not trying to say I hate this organization. They're dysfunctional. He's not trying to say I hate Portland. He's just trying to say get me another guy, and we'll see what happens in the draft or in free agency and what have you. Okay, wow, how big. Was that game last night for the Hawks? They, I mean, they lose that game. They lose the series. They go down three-one. They had no Trey Young. The Bucks looked like it was it was their series to win. Go up three-one. Pretty much end any hope Atlanta has of coming back in that series. And they tie it two-two. Now it's the Bucks with the injured star. It appears as if Trey Young, maybe it'll come back. We don't know. But if both those guys are hurt. It looks as if the Hawks can win this series, and maybe Trey Young will be healthy by NBA Finals time. Like I said, I'm still picking the Hawks to win this series. I'm still picking Trey Young. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still picking the Hawks to win this series to go to the NBA Finals, and I'm still sticking with the Suns. Right now, those are both obviously in some serious jeopardy. The Hawks series tied 2-2. The other series, the Suns are up 3-2. They have to win tonight. I mean, if if they don't win tonight and that game goes to and that series goes to Game Seven, the Clippers are going to the NBA Finals. So I, I want to talk about a little bit more about uh, Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks. So like I said, I think they'll be going to the NBA Finals, and I, I think the Hawks, although I don't know if they'll win them in that series after that they're in right now, is obviously going to be dogfight two two. Um, can't wait to watch the rest of that series. But I, I want to talk about Trey Young, um, not not his injury, but just uh, him and the Hawks. And here's why. So the Hawks are really kind of a... Nobody would say in their history that they've been a giant. Like, they're not the Lakers historically. They're not the Celtics historically. They're not the Bulls historically. The Trailblazers used to be really good. Uh, the Cavs, the gold, they're not the Golden State Warriors historically in the past couple of years as far as... NBA final championships. They're not the Cavs in the last decade as far as making it to the finals multiple times in a row. Um, they're just not that, right? But here's what's interesting. Trey Young shows up, and, and they have a good coach, and they have some shooters, and I'm not denying that. Um, and, and they won without Trey Young yesterday, and that was a great win. But Trey Young is really the glue to that team. He is the he is the guy on that team, right? So, even though Trey Young wasn't there and they got the win, and Trey Young is the guy, 
Does this prove that the Hawks, although they're not regarded as talented without Trey Young, although they don't have a lot of superstars, although they don't have the although they don't have the historic brand of the Celtics or of the Lakers, does this prove that they have a lot more depth than everybody thinks, and they probably have more depth on the Bucks? And outside of the Clippers, they won't have more. They may just have more depth than anyone else. I mean, all throughout the all these playoffs, we kept saying, "Look, Trey Young's carrying them. Trey Young is carrying this Hawks team." That's what I kept saying. That's what I, that's what everyone kept saying. And I'm not saying that he's not. He's a he's a bona fide superstar, and he's terrific. But maybe he's not carrying as much as we think he is. I mean, if you can go up against the Bucks, I understand the Bucks aren't the best team in the NBA, even though they're in their Eastern Conference Finals. They had Giannis for the first half, and they blew him out. I mean, if you can go up against these guys with no superstar Trey Young, and you could beat them and beat them comfortably, does that prove that the Hawks have more depth and a way better coaching situation than we thought? Because I always consider this, I talked about this before, Trey Young was kind of Damon Lillard of this team. There's a critical imbalance between how good the Trailblazers are and how good Damon Lillard is. And that's what I kind of thought with the Hawks. I said, ah, oh, gosh, I just hope Trey Young does not turn into Damon Lord. But maybe it's not that way, and we just are assuming it's that way. I understand it's one game, and I try not to overreact to one game, but, I mean, they just beat the Bucks yesterday with Giannis in the first half, blew them out more in the first half than the second half, beat them comfortably without Trey Young. And it wasn't like one of these situations like, oh, well, if we win tonight, Trey Young come back. They don't know when Trey Young's coming back. We don't know if he's going to play in the rest of this series. And they beat them. So maybe there's more depth and more to this Hawks team than we're thinking there is. And maybe there's more to it than just Trey Young. All right. Um, lastly, I want to talk about Paul George. Paul George says he's unfairly criticized. Charles Barkley comes out and says he doesn't like how these players are upset about it. Um, and, you know, look, the thing with Paul George is, and I, I don't really criticize him, but the thing with Paul George is, is that when you go out and you say things um, such as, I'm playoff Pete, I'm playoff Paul, and then you don't perform in the playoffs, you know someone's go back to that tape. Just like last year when Jim Harbaugh said, we're as close to a national championship as ever. I kept on saying all year, I said, look, Michigan and Jim Harbaugh are held to an unfair, uh, an unfair standard and and they shouldn't have to beat Ohio State or win the Big Ten or win a championship to be known as a good program. If, and Jim Harbaugh shouldn't be fired just because he doesn't do that. But at the same time, are we really putting the standard on them? Or are they, in particular, Jim Harbaugh, putting the standard on himself by saying, we're as close to a national championship as it could be. A Michigan player comes up on the offseason. The talent gap between us and Ohio State isn't that good. So then what are you saying here? Are you criticizing Jim Harbaugh? I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, maybe we are not the ones that are holding them to an unfair standard. As far as Paul George, maybe he's the one that holds himself to the unfair standard. And if you hold yourself to that standard and you tell us how good you are and you're not that good, you're gonna get criticized harshly more than if you just were played poor and you didn't give yourself a nickname. If Patrick Mahomes were out in the Super Bowl, and even though he didn't have two guards, he played terrific, right? Um, the Chiefs, we all like Andy Reid. No one heavily criticized the Chiefs, and they got their doors blown off by the Buccaneers. 
nobody, nobody criticized the Chiefs, I mean, heavily. I mean, yeah, there were a few comments, so they didn't make any adjustments or anything like that. And they didn't make any adjustments. Um, But they were humble. And they were a humble team. And they said the Buccaneers were just a better team tonight. And that loss kind of went away a little quietly. Not saying we don't remember it, but it's not like a big black eye. Whereas when Paul George comes out and he says, I'm playoff P, and then he goes out, struggles in the bubble, has a couple bad nights in the playoffs, you're going to be held to an unfair standard. Because you put that standard on yourself. Alright, well that is going to wrap it up for this episode of Red Zone Radio. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. And I'll see you next time on Red Zone Radio.